Hey, it's Jody, and welcome to the Jody Susner Show, where we are on a mission to educate and inspire those of you who seek elevated health and wellness. If you love the show, consider giving us a review on iTunes. Give us a little love, share it with your family, friends, somebody that you think could benefit from hearing it. Today's episode is timely in that we all need to take pause and focus a little bit more on taking care of ourselves in the busy holiday season. I've been reminded from recent personal experience that if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't effectively take care of others. As a little inspiration, I've created this episode titled, Seven Strategies for a Healthy and Sane Holiday. Thanks for listening. We need ways to just survive. Uh, For most of us, we just want to stay healthy, uh, not gain 10, 20 pounds over the holidays. We want to, you know, reduce or minimize the possibility of depression or getting a cold, getting sick. If you're a parent, you just can't afford to go down. I mean, you got to keep people going. If you're like me, we're running the basketball tournaments and the wrestling tournaments, and there's just no time to really stop or get sick. So we want to prevent that, right? Um, the weight gain we talked about, but just even overall stress. This time of year, I think, can get extremely stressful and unnecessarily. And most of that we just put on ourselves. If you're like me, which I think many of you are, you follow me and um, enjoy what I have to say, we put these high expectations on how you're going to decorate your house, what gifts you're going to get, and all these things. And, and those expectations are really self-imposed. I mean, there's no one holding my hand to the fire to say, you need to get your spruce top pots out by November 1 or you're a horrible parent. So no one's saying that to me. I just definitely put that on myself. Um, So I thought I should create some strategies for you to stay both healthy and sane this holiday season. And um, you'll hear in the background, we got trucks, we're simulcasting. I mean, this is is how it is when you live in new construction. So we'll go with it. Okay, number one, and feel free to chime in, either making comments on Instagram, type in your comments below on Facebook, or uh, email me comments when you listen to the podcast. But number one is, I'm going to type this on the screen for you too. I want you to give more and get more. Give more, get more. Sounds like a pottery barn sale, doesn't it? (laughs) Get more, save more, something like that. Uh, But when you give more, you get more. And by getting more, we're not talking about the stuff, the the gifts that you'll get because you you gave more gifts to, to others. But by giving more to organizations, give more than you normally do do to your church. Give more than you normally would to a food shelf or uh, if you donate to any kind of clothing and um, you know school supplies, give a little bit more. I found myself doing that in church this past Sunday where you know I'm, I might normally give one amount and I decided I'm going to give just a little bit more because I know that when I give more, number one, I feel like I get more out of it because it feels really good to share and know that someone else is benefiting from that. I think that anyone listening to this, if you're sitting in a warm room and you've had breakfast this morning or you've gotten that cup of coffee, you already have more than a majority of the world. And I I hate to sound like Debbie Downer in saying that, but it's meant to inspire you to say, you have a roof over your head, it's warm, you've been fed, you've gotten to have a cup of coffee, and maybe you met someone for coffee and got to spend a couple bucks on a cup of coffee. So we're certainly getting 
far more than our share. And I want to just be able to appreciate that by then giving more. And I also want to encourage you to, just as a reminder, food shelves especially, they get a huge boost during November and December because everyone's got different promotions and people are thinking about giving and thinking about being grateful around the Thanksgiving season. But their big boost is during November and December, which is great considering it is a colder time of year if you live in a colder climate. But that is their big boost and then a little bit in January. But then they start to see a huge decline after Easter, which is typically around April. So from May through October, September, they're actually struggling to keep the shelves full of food. So if you're looking to give, consider making a daily or a a monthly habit of that and you're giving a specific either dollar amount or food item even in the months of May and June where you don't often think of it. So something to keep in mind. So that's first and foremost. Second, I want you to practice self-care. And again, when things are really busy and you're stressed out, the, probably the first thing that you put off is self-care. Now, coming up in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to have a very special guest on my podcast where she's going to teach you a lot about self-care. And so I'm not going to delve too deeply into this because I think we all know what it is, but when you have a bigger purpose around that self-care, I think you can appreciate it far more. In that self-care and in that routine that we typically have, we push it off to the side when things get busy or you know there's, there's gifts to be wrapped and parties to attend and, oh, I'm stressed out about not having enough money to get the gifts that I want, etc. That's the time when self-care is even more important. So I encourage you to create a routine. And a routine can be two things that are non-negotiable. One thing that's non-negotiable for you every day, every week, once a month. For many people, it's once a month massage. If that's too expensive, you can do what I do. Recently, my son has a knee injury and I've been at the the rehab uh, clinic and they have this massage chair. I'm like, sweet, self-care. He's getting his e-stim. I'm sitting there in the massage chair and it's free. So there is no excuse not to just make time for self-care. Some other ideas include, you know, something as simple for, for you gals and guys, gals and guys, that you're washing your face every night, that you're not so tired that you're like, okay, I don't want to have a bunch of zits and wrinkles and so wash your face every single night or do a mask for your face once a week. Um, take a long walk, get in your workout. Those are non-negotiables for self-care so that when you help yourself, you're far more likely and more available to help others. I, as a a personal story as well, um, many of you know that my son tore his ACL. He's 15. He tore his meniscus and six weeks non-weight bearing. So he is on crutches for six weeks. He's in a brace that keeps his knee straight the whole time. And it kind of sucks for everybody. I'm not going to lie. And if you know anything about me, you know that I'm all in. I'm like, okay, we're going to help this kid heal. I'm going to research the heck out of any supplements and any rehab and any boost that I can give him, which has started to feel like a full-time job. And this has been going on, I suppose. Uh, He had surgery two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, but he injured himself about five weeks ago. And in that five weeks ago, I hit the ground running and it was go, go, go and up late and, you know, icing his knee every 20 minutes on, 40 minutes off, 20 minutes on, 40 minutes off. And we're going and we're going. And that's in between real life and all the other stressors and work, right? Um, I realized that if I don't start to boost my own supplementation, if I don't start to boost my own exercise and self-care and getting sleep, 
that I can't be my best to help him. And it didn't take, it took me a little while. I was a little stubborn about it. It took me a couple of weeks to realize that where I felt like I was just driving myself into the ground. Easy enough for me to do. Um, I'm a go-getter, but everyone's got a breaking point, right? Where you're just going to crash. And a couple weeks ago, I'm like, okay, uncle, I can't even do this anymore. And now he and I are really on the same regimen. We're going to practice self-care together. I'm going to help him. His injury is just a reminder to me that I need to supplement. I need to eat better. And so here I am following a lot of the supplementation practices that he is. And I want to give you, I'm going to give you some of those in a later point, but um, whatever that self-care is for you, it becomes even more important now. Don't forget about it. Number three, I want you to create traditions that matter. And everyone has those traditions that they've had in their families that have stuck. And maybe you've already created your own traditions. Probably the hardest thing that people do is they look at what other people are doing. Um, I know that I've compared myself to the family that they go on a sleigh ride every year and then the whole family goes for, I don't know, um, they go and, and, and feed the homeless and they go and they go to the food shelf and, and they, they've got all these things and they're really amazing. And I think, okay, we're not doing that. We, all, all we do is, is we, uh, we get a, a big, really challenging puzzle every year. And over the years, I've, I've realized that getting that puzzle, as, as small as it may seem, and having it spread out on the dining room table from the day after Thanksgiving until just before Christmas, around that Christmas vacation for my kids, that has become a tradition for us. And I'm really good at waiting until the puzzle's almost done, and then I'm really good at filling in all the pieces so that I feel like I've contributed, but... That tradition is now a staple in our family. And we're going to give more and get more by giving back to other organizations this year. So we've got that tradition set. But see if you can find ways to find traditions for yourself or your family that aren't expensive, that are really feel a little bit selfish, that are for you and for your family, that's different than giving back. It's, it's truly giving to yourself and your family. So like I said, for us, it's our holiday puzzle. We try to go big or go home. So the fourth point, I want you to elevate your cocktail. And um, I've got to give props to my friend, Emily Akrati. She has a blog. Look her up on Instagram at Emily Akrati. Uh, she was making this supplement drink. And I always drink my supplements morning and night. But she called it a cocktail. And it was a cute way to just look at drinking at parties and drinking more wine and champagne and all the such this time of year, even if you're not an, a, a drinker, looking at your supplements as just a fun cocktail in a way, you know, putting it in a, a beautiful glass and sipping with a group of friends or maybe having your supplement cocktail before you go out uh, for a holiday party or an event. And there are a few things that I always include in my supplement cocktail. So we're going to elevate that cocktail and level up our game a little bit and that we're having something that's really good for us whether you drink or not. So before you engage in any drinking wine or champagne and such, see if you can fuel your body this way first. And so what I always include in that is a vitamin C powder. I always include Organifi's green juice. Um, I will leave you a promo code here. If you go under Organifi, or shop, wait, organifyshop.com, 
you go under OrganifiShop.com, my most favorite powder to add to uh, my my cocktails is green juice. And if you use the code Jody15 at the checkout, you will get 15% off. So OrganifiShop.com, Jody15 for 15% off, and um, enjoy some green juice. So Many, well, I would say half and half. It's 50-50. Some people either love it. There's a bit of a mint taste to it. And to me, it doesn't taste like I'm drinking grass. Um, but I love the mint. So 50-50, people either love it or they hate it. And the people that hate it, I usually suggest that they add one more thing to it so that they feel like it's not so overpowering of green, of greenness. So we do green juice, a teaspoon of any kind of vitamin C powder, and then, what else do I have in this one? And then I add an amino acid. And I do my aminos from, there's my promo code. I do my aminos from Thorn. So thorn.com is uh, my amino acid supplement of choice. If you direct message me or comment below or Instagram message me, whatever way you can message me, send me an email. If you want me to email you a discount code for that, I have to do it on an individual basis. Um, I can give you 15% off through Thorne as well. But we do the berry-flavored amino acids, and we just love it. So, um, well, here's Rachel. Rachel, I got to show this just for proof. Rachel happens to love Organifi's red juice, and I do, I do love red juice as well. Today, I happen to have my green juice in. Red juice is going to give you a boost of energy specific, and can help with fat loss, um, specifically because of the beet juice in it. Uh, green juice will help to build or put your system into more of a pH balance so you're less acidic and again more likely to burn body fat and less likely to gain any kind of inflammation because of the uh, neutralizing effects of the green juice. So both are really good and um, so check them out. So Rachel, thanks for saying that. Yeah, we love it. All right, so we're going to elevate our cocktails, yes? Supplements first, maybe throw in a little electrolyte tab. I thought I had that with me, but I do a tab it's an effervescent tablet that's got your electro, electrolytes in it. So you've got vitamin C, vitamin E, vitamin A, vitamin B, and some sodium and potassium for your electrolytes to keep yourself hydrated, especially if you're drinking any alcohol. Um, and some of you are, you know, around the holidays. So um, the electrolyte tablets, I will put the link in the comments below. I always forget the name of it. I go right into my favorite grocery store. I go into Lakewinds and I walk right into their supplement section and I grab a tube of these electrolytes. The tube is kind of like the Noon tablets. They look like that same contain container. Noon is N-U-U-N. And um, gosh, I can't think of the name of it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll think of it. I'll think of it eventually and I'll, I'll let you know. So the fifth point, the fifth way to ensure a healthy and sane holiday is I want you to read... On the real. What does that mean? Read on the real. I want you to focus on turning your screens off a little bit more, and especially at night. So here's the deal. How many of you, guilty right here, look at your phone. It's right next to your bed. You've got it charged. You've got, it's your alarm clock. And so you're scrolling Facebook, Instagram, playing a little solitaire something. The problem with that is the blue light. Blue light can be good and bad. Keep in mind that blue light is what we get from the sunlight as well. So it's not like it's it's harming your eyeballs, but keep in mind that it does affect your circadian rhythms. It uh, affects your biological clock, where when your body says it's time to get sleepy and it's time to actually sleep, 
you should get an increase in melatonin and a decrease in cortisol. And unfortunately, having blue light pointed right into your eyes from your screen, whether it's an iPad, a TV, a phone, a, a computer, anything, it tells your body to stay awake. And so you end up getting an increase in cortisol and it uh, inhibits the production of melatonin. So as a result of that, you don't sleep as well. You don't get into the REM sleep that you need, that real deep sleep that helps to repair your body and your brain for the next day, okay? Um, and not to give anything too much away, but I do have a podcast guest coming up named Jennifer Cowan that is a sleep specialist, and she's going to go into all kinds of depth for us on the importance of really deep and quality sleep. What I can tell you today is that you need to turn those screens off, and I know it's hard, um, so sometimes it's so hard that I had to buy myself some blue light blocking glasses. You ready? Mm -hmm. And they make me look smarter. I'm convinced. But these block the blue lights. There's no uh, prescription in these. So they block the blue light. So if I have to like work late, I'm in my office here just typing away. And they block the blue lights. They are from Lady Boss. Lady Boss glasses. I'll type that up on here. I don't have a discount for, code for you. I'm sorry. But, and for you guys, I'm pretty sure that Lady Boss glasses now has Boy Boss glasses too. I'm pretty sure that they've gotten men's versions in. So Lady Boss glasses, check them out or just Google search blue light blocking glasses and that can help you at least short term. But, you know, try to get out of the habit of having your screens. All right. So number six, this is how we are going to Stay sane during the holidays. You ready? Number six, ask for help. I know that's just stupid simple, isn't it? We ask for help. So I'm going to share a few personal stories with you. I'm the kind of person that I, I've changed. I've, I've improved in this way. I'm a little less obsessive about the Thanksgiving dinner that I host. But I host Thanksgiving dinner for my family and extended family every year. I have for at least 15 years. And at first, I had a very specific meal, like all the things had to match and the containers I put it in and how I displayed it, it all needed just to go together. And so people would offer to bring something and I would say, no, thank you, I've got it all handled. And I would just make everything and like slave away days before and then be exhausted, spend all the money, spend all the time. And what I've learned is, first of all, you don't need to do all of that. That's crazy. Second of all, people want to help. That's part of family. It's part of community is everyone wants to bring something and they want to bring some of their favorites. Maybe they actually, truthfully, they probably wanted to bring some of their favorites so they could have, I don't know, grandma's green bean casserole with the everything ooey gooey and you know cheesy or whatever in it. So I needed to allow them to do that and I wasn't. So it didn't take me long. It was probably a couple years where I was staying obsessive over what I was serving and as soon as I opened that up to allowing others to help me, it, I mean, it, it changed Thanksgiving and it really made it um, a lot more fun, first of all, but everyone else enjoyed it too. So there's that. Second, in asking for help. As, as a mom, I don't know if this is consistent with everyone, but I tend to get all the things for the stockings and wrap all the gifts and do all the decor. And I don't have to. I, I can simply ask my husband for help or tell him, hey, we're going to divide and conquer. You're going to do, you're going to get these things. I'm going to get these things. Okay, ready, go. But for whatever reason, it's easy to kind of get on this spiral of just doing everything yourself. 
And you don't have to, ever, ever, ever. Um, It's not weakness to ask for help. It's not bossy or demanding to ask for help. It's going to allow you to kind of go back to my earlier point. It's going to allow you to continue to give yourself care so that you're then happy and healthy for everyone else by the time the holiday actually gets there and you won't get sick. I remember my mom as a kid staying up. God, she'd be up in the middle of the night, up super early, wrapping gifts. And I suppose that's where I learned it from, but um, I'd rather hang out with my husband and wrap gifts and then we can have our, our elevated cocktails with electrolytes and green juice in it too. It'd be perfect. All right. So our final point is simplify. Simplify, simplify, simplify. Simplifying what you do over the holidays. Okay. Decor, food, gifts, everything that we do in excess is so unnecessary because we're not doing it for other people. They don't care. For whatever reason, we take that on and we have these higher expectations of ourselves. And if we stripped all of that away and reminded ourselves of the purpose of these holidays coming up, we would recognize that none of your extra expense or time or energy that you've put into decor really truly matters. No one cares. Um, I would liken that to everything from decor, like I said, and keeping things very, very simple, not going out and buying new items every single year. I know people that do that. They go out and buy new decor for every piece of their home, and it's just excessive and expensive and wasteful in that way. Um, And I'm not saying that in a judgmental way. I want you to see that as a way to just give yourself a little bit of a pass on simplifying. If that's super fun for you, then, then go for it. And it's not stressful, go for it. But take that weight off of yourself, okay? Second, in gift giving. I can tell you firsthand that that just the idea of giving someone a little hand lotion, a little bar of soap, uh, some of those gifts have been my very favorites because I know they came from the heart. I know it was just a little something that they remembered me. It doesn't need to be a big, elaborate, or significant gift. I'm going to post my... Um, beauty counter link in the comments below. So take a look at some of the items there. You can give give a gift knowing that you're giving someone ingredients that are safe and not toxic. So in the past, I've given people small lip glosses and small lotions, and I've received small bars of soap with a little note on it that says it, it talks about cleansing um, for in preparation for the new year. So it was just a fun way to, to look at that small gift and tag a, a note with it. And I, it's some of my very favorite gifts. Like I said, are the things that, that I know people just thought of me and they didn't, it wasn't something that they spent a lot of time or money on because I don't want them to, right? So the go, same thing goes for you. Don't spend a ton of time and money. Just give a little something or even a little note to say, hey, I'm thinking of you and I love you and I'm grateful for you this holiday season. So simplifying also comes down to exercise. When you look at your exercise, especially leading up to the new year, so many people are either not exercising at all because they're too busy or they're exercising so intensely because they think that they burn more calories and you know catch up on the front end of all of the extra calories they might be eating in all of the entertaining and holiday meals they're having. And in reality, all of that high-intensity exercise is doing is making your body more stressed. You're seeing an increase in cortisol and an increase in the likelihood of storing fat and an increase in the likelihood that you have a huge burnout. So don't do any of that. You can certainly enjoy your high-intensity workouts. Maybe it's a couple of times per week, but it shouldn't be every single day. 
In fact, I would encourage you, part of self-care, but I would encourage you to try to do a little bit more yoga, taking a long walk. A long walk might be anywhere from three to five miles. Get your heart rate up a little bit. Allow your legs to stretch out, but don't try to, you know, if you can't go for a eight-mile run or three miles of hill sprints, it's not a workout. Get your body moving every single day, but find a balance in the intensity and the kinds of workouts that you're doing instead so that you're both simplifying and minimizing stress, okay? So I want to leave you with a couple of, of notes on, I think it's it's very timely for the season. Um, I just read this recently where I, I, I the author is unknown, and you may have heard this quote before, but the more you're thankful, the more you attract things to be thankful for. And that comes back to, um, if you're familiar with the, the secret and attracting success to you, the more you're thankful, the more you attract things to be thankful for. And I certainly believe that is true. Um, a friend of mine's son is working with a ministry group right now, and he reminded both of us that what if what you're grateful for yesterday was all that you had today? Think about that. If everything that you are grateful for and thankful for and, and, and said out loud, I'm so thankful for this or this or this, what if what you were thankful for yesterday was all that you had today? Would you be more grateful? Would you stop for a moment and appreciate the small things that you have, small or big things that you have, the most important things, the things that really matter? So I hope that inspires you just to think ahead to the next couple of weeks, really the next six to eight weeks of our lives, and make it an enjoyable season. Make it a season where you don't have to be stressed out and crazy. Um, and I have a little something extra for you. I'm going to post a comment at the bottom of this page. And Instagrammers, I will post a photo and a link for you. But I'm hosting a free webinar one week from today at 4.30 Central Time, 4.30 p.m. Central. And I'm going to give you three ways to dramatically improve your health now and through the holiday season. So you don't want to miss that free webinar. It's Monday, November 26th at 4.30 Central Time. Three main things that will make sure you're sane, but also that are going to dramatically improve your health between now and the new year. So don't miss it. The link will be posted soon. And thank you so much for your time today. I hope that you got some inspiration out of it. I'll see you soon.